Did you know that from the time it's planted, a single coffee bean can take up to four years to end up in your cup? That's why the folks at Otis Coffee believe the story behind each cup of coffee should be celebrated. The beans they select are responsibly sourced from coffee farms all around the world, and they meticulously roast each bean to its own optimum profile. Otis Coffee is more than just a way to get your daily dose of caffeine. To Otis, each cup is a journey that connects us on a global level. Take flight with Otis Coffee Company and be a part of this adventure. Head on over to otis.coffee and give them a shot. I think you'll enjoy it. There really isn't much to say about Ken Couples other than uh, him being a dedicated family man living out in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, Probably the closest thing that I had to a best friend at my days at uh, Washington State University. In, uh, in, in Pullman, Washington, uh, the man can check all boxes. He can talk about politics, definitely about sports. And, uh, and I'm really grateful that I had an opportunity to reconnect with him. And I hope that I get the opportunity to do this again. It's great talking to an old friend. This is JLP number 22 with the Green Greens himself, Mr. Kenny Couples. Tell me when the go. 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 What's happening, Jehovah? Oh it's one of those things where, uh, you know, like, I see your images and stuff. But maybe you're just a myth. Half man, half amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. What's good, man? How you been? Um, it's been. Yeah. Know, Twenty. Nothing happened in 2020. I mean, it's just been... Yeah, it's been kind of boring, right? I mean, just totally laid back, just, you know, I'm just, you know, looking for excitement, I guess. Should have taken that Should have taken that trip to Mars. <laughs> just... Do you ever wonder what's happening out there right now? Like, people in Mars are like, let me tell you about Earth. Probably. This would be, this, this would be the time the aliens do come, though. <laughs> this would be the time they show up, and they're like, oh, nobody's outside? Nobody? What the hell's going on here? I came here to check out some of that good pizza you guys got in New York, and fuck, nobody's around. I, I can't remember which comedian said it, but it's one of these deals where, like, a terrorist shows up to a city, and they, the first place they go is the bus station, and they're like, oh, man, somebody already did this place. It's like, I kind of feel like that applies here with the whole uh, oh, alien analogy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, this, I'm just waiting for this year to be done. Nothing surprises me. I think the only thing left is, uh, is uh, Godzilla. Uh, and the act and the actual like zombie, like there are going to be actual zombies coming up. It's got to be. Just get it all done with before uh, before December. Yeah, I mean, um, like random napalm. Um, right. Unexplained I mean, napalm. Right. Right. We we found natural. We found we found <laughs> natural napalm right. coming off of like a napalm tree. Just something like that. I mean, that's really the only thing I can think of. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun that's going to happen here. That's terrible. No, no. Anybody? This this is the stories we're going to be telling. Like the people who are telling us. Like when you're when you're when your kids have kids, and you know they're going to sit on granddad's lap, and they're going to say, "Oh, daddy, it's so rough about uh, you know I got to." be driven to school by uh, my corporate uber yeah and stuff my, you're gonna say yeah you need to you need to be quiet kid my flying car didn't didn't exactly give me the level of comfort i was expecting today where are flying cars why can't we have flying cars now I was just talking with my wife about that very same thing like it's we're basically like we grew up thinking about we're going to be living in the jetsons yeah and pr- pretty much except for flying cars and golf courses with no fairways we are pretty much living like in the jetsons world 
golf courses with no oh yeah with just like pot yeah they just pot had the green just, it was like the tea in the green and that was it and mr spacey would yell at you i mean there so you go. going for you there you go how's uh how's colorado you're in colorado springs right yep how's Look colorado Springs street how long you been there you've been there pretty much uh since you left like like you when you left you when you left wazoo right you didn't go right to colorado springs right you went back to you went back to vallejo for a little bit and then uh, back to cali yep <clears throat> Uh, stayed there for about what must have been, let's see, graduated in 05 and then moved out here in 07. Okay. So, yeah, just went home for a minute. Yeah, been there ever since? Yep, it's uh, it's cold, hence the beanie. <laughs> um, was just out in California this past week, just flew in yesterday back okay. in Colorado, and it was over 100 every day. Really? And then we come here and... Like today, I went golfing with my son, and it was like thirty-eight degrees. Wow! Just like I, I can't handle it right now. I need, I gotta warm up. So beanie is on for right now. Indoors, the beanie is on. <laughs> Your son golfs too, so he's golfing. He's playing. Uh, he's playing baseball. You got him playing poker too. He does play poker. <laughs> oh man! He's like, he, he cracks me up because like he'll play. He'll want to play like. Uh, just hold them and stuff, and uh-huh. I got a I got a decent foundation with him there. But now he's like, Dad, I want to learn this this Omaha game that you play. I'm like, I guess that's how it starts, right? Like God everybody, damn it, everybody's got those whole things. But yeah, it's it's a it's a good time, man. I love it. Uh-huh. Kids are terrible, but there are times when they're not, and that's one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you could say that. I it's guess you could like, say that. There's just like you know, it's like never, never ending, never stopping, and then no, never does stop. I loved it so much, I decided to do it again. Oh boy! Sorry, so started all, start all over again. Yeah, what'd you do that for? Uh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> like this momentary lapse. That's funny. It's like, oh shit! This is what happens when you do. God damn it! That's what I was not supposed to do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go the other way. No. I forgot to not do that. That's right, exactly. Yeah. No, no, it's amazing. Like Miles is my world. He's, it, it, it's amazing how this like little kid kind of like reminds me. Hey, you know everything's you, you know like he like even in that his exasperation and stuff and and like you said like the never ending uh, uh, mission that you really now have to take care of him. It's kind of like an affirmation that you know what shit's going to be okay. You, you, you're going to be fine. It's like what they say, like the. The days are long, but the years are short. Absolutely. And it's like, I mean, my son just turned 11. It's like, I can feel it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, w- I was just talking with my wife about it. I'm like, man, he's only going to be kicking it here for another, you know, six or seven years or whatever. And then he's he's his own man. So, that's it. I mean, it's kind of crazy how that all works, you know? You kicking, up, you kicking him out at 18? No, I'm not that kind of guy. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like he's he's got plans. He's got ideas about what he wants. So, that's good. You know, <clears throat> just try to you know, enable and encourage as much as you can for stuff mm-hmm. like that. And your daughter, how old is your daughter older or younger? She is six, almost seven. So okay. she's younger. Yeah. Okay. I told my wife I was done after one and she told me I was not done after one. Oh, all right. So yeah, I was educated. <laughs> you were schooled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife told me that we're done after this. I actually had like this little itch. It's like, Hey, you know what? This, he might need a partner. He might need a tag team partner. So we might have to get the, uh, you know, get this, get this thing going. She's like, "You kidding me? Nope." Shoot, I was trying to get fixed while she was pregnant with Hope. Like, <laughs> so I gotta go over here. Yeah, 
she she made me wait until we at least had our daughter before I did that. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, the dude that the the doctor that, that did it, I was like, well, he did his I'm looking at his credentials. He's like, he did his undergrad at Johns Hopkins. No, at Dartmouth. Okay. And he did med school at Johns Hopkins. Okay. And residency, he was chief resident at the Mayo Clinic. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I guess I guess you're qualified to like I rip out half my junk. You're the guy. So I mean you Unless he worse. was but if he was at the bottom end of all of that, that might have been the equivalent to state college. That's truth. That's truth. You know, I, mean, I guess I guess I didn't check transcripts. Maybe I should have. So where did you place? He said, That's actually, right. like I showed up the last day and they right. said, all right, fine, you can go. You're good to go. Yeah. So land, the land of, how's the, what is the land of COVID doing in, uh, in, Col- in Colorado Springs? Like, is everybody nuts or? So it's actually a lot better than a lot of places, I, I okay. feel like. Um, well, you came from a, Cali. That had to be a, a different. That had to be a different animal. Anything being away from California is a win. Um, that <laughs> that's like a nightmare out there. But uh-huh. it's kind of a weird situation here, just because it's uh, there's a lot of transplants, so they got a lot of people mm. from all over the place. There's a really big military presence here. Yeah, you got so, the Air Force base there, right? Got the academy, and you got apparently like one of the you know big army bases to be assigned to or something like mm-hmm. you know it's kind of a cool assignment i guess so i mean there's a lot of people from all over the place here so it's kind of a it doesn't really have like a hometown feel as much okay um but because of that i feel like there's more community like everybody's just like hey let's just let's just take care of each other or whatever okay That's so good. like i'm not I mean, I wear masks. I was wearing them before it was like mandated or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was never like a, you know, like, oh, well, I have to wear a mask or yeah. you have to wear, like, I don't care. Like, I just feel like, hey, I got a mortgage and I want to make sure that, you know, nothing happens to me so I can pay that mortgage. Right. Um, but it's it's chill out here. I mean, you know, businesses are open and, mm-hmm. you know, people, my kids have been in, in school since day one. Okay. Um, so it works out pretty good. Um, California is was crazy, and I'm glad that I only had to stay there for a week just visiting the family. So I got a couple. I got a couple friends who are in California, and they're telling me that uh, they're like, "Yep, it's about time to leave." It's funny you say that because um, you know I heard that like there was a one month wait to get a U-Haul, like leaving California. Are you serious? That's what I was. I was reading for a U-Haul. Wow. For a U-Haul. I mean, not even a Penske. Like you're going straight <laughs> U-Haul. Like it's not like you're rolling in in beacons or or whatever, like you know U-Haul. Um, but I was just talking with people, and they're like, just you know, people from all different you know backgrounds or cities or whatever. Just you know, people I grew up yeah. with or whatever. Yeah. And every one of them was like, yeah, I know two people that already moved. They're already gone, and I know two more that are that are looking at going. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's just ain't no reason to stay, really. It, it really, every time I hear something from California, it's, 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 it sounds crazy. Yeah. And so like the fact that, and like, wow, you actually said this, like you actually said, like you actually said you're going to have no, um, uh, uh, no gas powered vehicles in like what, 2030. Yeah. Like, like, like that's your, that's your goal to have no gas powered vehicles in like 2030. I'm like, that's like, you, you thought that you, you I, thought I don't that know was how an idea. I don't know how that helps anybody. <laughs> Like, no. like, who can afford that now? No. 
Like, what are you going to do? Just throw like a bunch of solar panels on everybody's roof to try to make yeah. make all the power to, to charge that stuff. But yeah. like, yeah, like you said, like, yes, he that that came into his mind. He's like, yes, I'm it's going to expel this out of my mouth as a as a formal thought. It was a discussion. <laughs> they actually sat down and said, well, said, well, maybe 2025 is too uh, is too ambitious. Maybe we should shoot for 2030. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 2030. That's going to be. I guess the governor out here said 2050 for that stuff, but I figure I'll be dead by then, so I'm not I'm not as stressed about it. But <laughs> I don't it. know, man. It's just it's like, look, I get it. Like that's that's the way that like things are gonna go or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I get it, but just to like throw some hard fast like date out there when you got businesses closing and people not working, I just oh, yeah. feel like that's just like what are you thinking here, bro? Yeah, 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 people's livelihood is, uh, is at stake. It's kind of like the thing when uh, uh, our uh, Lord Cuomo here in the state of New York, uh, when he found a good time to do the opening for the um, for the Mario Cuomo Bridge uh, oh. that he did in, um, what was that? I think it was in August. You know, they had this like ceremony, like this, this ribbon cutting ceremony. You know, and, and everybody was like, you do, you do know there's some other shit going on. There's... <laughs> there's like this, I mean, I get it. You know, you no, want. Man, it's you, 2020. Nothing's happening. <laughs> it's boring ass 2020. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know you get it. You you spent all this taxpayer money so that you can name something after your dad. Okay, yeah. fine. Why not just say, okay, it's done, and kind of get your ass back to work. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It, it, it when you wake up and just you never you think, oh well, the worst is past, and then you wake up and something else happens. And something else happens exactly. You know, it's like. Regardless of like where you stand politically, like when you wake up and it's like, oh, the president's got COVID. It's like, hold on, I never thought that could happen. And then he beat it, and then he beat it, and so now he's he's even he's even more invincible now. Like it's like Rick James singing Super Freak all day long or something, you know? Just what are you gonna do, man? It's like this doesn't end. And then they had this uh, like two like uh, this two grandpas town hall thing. Which uh, they, they each sounded kind of silly, uh, you know. I listened to some of it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm political, but I'm like tired of political now. Yeah, like I, I don't want to. You know, I'm political. I have my opinions, but it's like this is like this is this is a sitcom. This is. I'm waiting for somebody. I'm waiting for you know the prank to be to be over with. I feel like you are either nobody is voting for Biden. Like they're either voting for Trump or they're voting because they hate Trump. Yeah. There's nobody who's like, that guy energizes me. The old old guy right there. That's right. Like his vice president. Yeah. He's the guy that needs to lead us. Mm. Nobody's nobody's saying Mm. that. (laughs) I'm not voting. I'm not voting for Biden. I've made that that perfectly clear. I'm not I I can't vote for Biden. I can't. I can't vote for vote for some guy who's clearly battling freaking dementia. And And then goes and then goes on a syndicated thing telling me that if I have a uh, concern about voting for him, then I'm really not black. Right. Like, all right, all right. Well, then Did you know that? I'm done. No, I didn't. I didn't check it. We didn't bring it up in the meeting. It just it, <laughs> I don't think it was on the agenda. So oh, we're just, yeah, the next meeting we had. Did anybody know that we got to vote for Biden or else we got to give up this black shit? That's right. Tough break on that. But I know. know. Got to get, can't claim Stevie Wonder, can't do all of that, any of that shit anymore. That's it, man. <laughs> That's right. Got to get back to normal, I guess, right? I know, get back to normal. Let's see what this Taylor Swift thing is all about. <laughs> That's, That's terrible. But thank God we had sports, man. Thank God sports came back. 
in some I, uh, some fashion, right? So it's funny you say that because uh, in Colorado last year in November they passed by like it would be by a skinnier margin than the skin of somebody's teeth um, to allow sports betting out here. Okay. So, which was everybody was like, "Sweet, going to be some great sports betting." Oh, oh wait, there's no sports. So like it went live in May, like May first. So like okay. everybody was all pumped, and there's nothing here. So like everybody's like, "All right, who's this Russian table tennis player? Like, what's what's he done in his last five matches?" Well, you know, like, you know, here in New York, you can't you can't do sports betting here in New York. You can only do it in Jersey. So right. there are literally there are literally people who would go and drive over the bridge, get on their phone, place their bet, and then drive back over. I can uh, see that to uh, to New York to place uh, to place their bet. I can see that. I made I've made plenty of wagers right before the border going into Kansas. Yeah, because I knew I had to get it down. <laughs> so I know I know what that's like. But that's it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But I'm I'm glad that we have it because I, I was tired of researching Venezuelan basketball. I just there you go. I wanted to get back to the stuff I knew. Like they let you play basketball in Venezuela. I mean, that place is crazy too. Loser, lo- loser is dinner for the winner. <laughs> That's what. It is. Like, if you, yeah, uh, I loser, mean, get in the pot. Like, like, what would the winning? Like, like your share of the NBA finals, like what would the equivalent be there? Like, all right, you're going to get an extra ration. Yeah. And it's, you, get, you get a whole half loaf of bread. It's terrible, man. I, it is my, terrible. My brother-in-law is from there. And we oh, actually, really? Okay. And we actually hosted, uh, we were a host family for a minor league baseball team um, last summer. And he's, and our player was from there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got, you hear all the stuff about what's happening. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's terrible. It's must be sad. But, yeah. So, so, I, you were the, so you were the host family for a for a team or for a player? For a player. Okay. So the, there was a short season uh, baseball team here in the rookie advanced level. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, affiliated with the with the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. They were here in town and they played in the Pioneer League. So they played against like the Angels rookie league team and okay. the Dodgers rookie league, you know, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, we got a player and it was the best summer probably in my life. It was awesome. Nice. Out there at the ballpark every night watching baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, having a guy live with us who was like 19 years old and was more mature than most 39 year olds. I mean, it's just the coolest <laughs> thing ever, you know. And like having to sit there and like you know chop it up with my son and yeah. like, teach him about how to do stuff and all this kind of stuff is great. I loved it, man. What, what position do you play? He's, he was actually their opening day starting pitcher. Okay. So yeah, I mean, dude's legit. He's in their uh, instructional league right now because. Mm-hmm. All the teams basically like they like can assign thirty players from their from their minor league pool to like this instructional league right now. So they're playing okay. basically like minor league spring training minor right now. Spring training, yeah. So yeah, he's down there right now. It's fun. He uh he was starting out throwing eighty nine, topping out at like ninety two, okay. um, as like an eighteen year old, and now he went through the off season of just uh, velocity training and stuff. And his first mm-hmm. start, he was sitting ninety three, touching ninety six. So nice. as a as a nineteen year old, you got to feel good about that, right? Absolutely. So absolutely. Nice. Yeah, man, I love baseball, and it's. I mean, any. I'm just. Uh, I'm happy that the Astros lost. I think America is happy that the Astros. I think America lost. is happy. Yeah. I mean. 
think we're all happy to ask. Just like yeah. just the the total indignancy, like like when they come out and they're like, "We were wronged. Like you didn't want to see us here. Like now shut up and bang a garbage can." Like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Oh, they're so. Uh, it's one of those things where like. Like the gods were looking down on them because of of a full regular 162 game season. I don't think I don't think they would have lasted. 162 games, somebody would have been hit 162 times. Yeah, I mean, it, it I would just, have it would have had to it would have had to have happened. And then you got guys like Joe Kelly who really didn't care. Who just like I'm gonna hit you guys every fucking time, every every freaking time I play. That dude, he just like he's like. Since an opportunity to make a name for himself and took it took full advantage took and full advantage and America rejoiced with him, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you know, you talk with people and it's just like, I mean, God's honest truth. Like I wouldn't want Alex Alex Bregman coaching my kids' team. Like yeah. you know, you can't cheat it. You can't cheat the game, man. It's like once yeah. you cheat the game, it's like where are you going to go? You know, and, and I think the thing that bothered what bothered me, and I know it bothered some other people, is that like there was at least no acknowledgement that you screwed up. I think that's what ticked off a lot of people. You know, I think just if you if you'd have said something to the effect of, hey, you know, we got a hold of something. It got away from us. You know, we, we, we thought we were like on the borderline, but we didn't really realize the kind of impact it, it was going to have. And, and, you know, we hope we can get our the respect back of our of our of other players and blah, blah, blah. If you'd have said that crap, we'd have all said it was BS. But at least you have acknowledged the fact that, hey, this exactly. is wrong. And now we can move, you know, we can move forward with it. You got jerks like Carlos Correa, who, who who just like act like a jerk all the time. Yeah, you know. And apparently, everybody cheated except Jose Altuve, according to them. What happened with that whole thing? Like, didn't he have like the transmitter on his on his chest? Because I ain't never seen that bad tattoo he claimed to have. It was yeah. It was accused. Yeah, he was accused of having that. And then they first said that they didn't cheat in the in the World Series. Then it came out that they did cheat in the World Series. And then they said, well, it was everybody but Jose Altuve. Altuve knew about it, but he just didn't want to take a part of it, yeah. take part in it. I'm like, all right, this, this, you know, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm, I just, I just, like you said, the, just the total like lack of contrition and lack yeah. of accountability is just, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, like if you, if you were just remorseful for a second, and then like these guys are making, making so much more so much more money than the coaches that they ever like you know that they threw under the bus to get all this yeah, stuff done absolutely. like these coaches are never going to make they're never going to sign no no nine figure or even no. eight figure or maybe even you know seven figure deals yeah the guys that i that really frustrate me about and i remember reading something about it, i can't remember the dude's name but he got called up from the minors and then faces them and then just gets blown out of the water and then just sent back to the minors never to be heard from again never to be heard from again exactly like he, yeah he had one shot he had one shot, did nothing wrong, got cheated, and then he's gone. Yeah, and you messed like, with dudes' careers. Yeah, not you didn't just mess with his career; you messed with his family. Because, like, you know, yeah. what if what if that dude's in there now? He can provide for his family, give his family mm -hmm. a better way of life, and his family's family. But you know, no, let's you know, let's all just run around about how you were wronged. Yeah, so, sorry, bro. Yeah, and apparently, <laughs> and apparently, Bregman, from what I'm. Some things I read now, Bregman on the whole just isn't a good dude to begin with. Yeah, like he's not like a like a, he's not like a decent guy, really, so to speak. Yeah, like they, you know, I've read stories about him just being a just a jerk and just a really full of himself uh, type person. Hmm. You know, I mean, you know, straight up baller can you know come you know can play. You know, yeah, absolutely worth every accolade they well maybe not every accolade they give him, right. but 
you know, worth the worth the paper they print on him. But uh, apparently, he's a he's a jerk of a dude. Yeah, you hate hearing stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> I guess ideally, like, geez, you wish everybody would just be like, I don't know, like the guy that I kind of, the guy that I like more than anybody is Kershaw. Like, mm. I just I just wish dudes were like Kershaw. Yeah, like, yeah, he gets a lot of bad pub for flaming out in in the playoffs and some of it is astros related and some of it is just like look the guy just didn't perform yeah but it's like the guy's just a leader in the clubhouse you know volunteers does all this philanthropical stuff philanthropical stuff it's just yeah. like i don't know it's like those i wish i wish that those are the stories you heard more of he's a, yeah he's a he's a he's a bull horse of a guy and his and his shortcomings in the postseason really aren't i mean it's i don't want to say it's unfair but it's one of those things where, you know, it's not like he's had bad games. He's right. had like a bad inning. Exactly. And that inning happens to be the inning that changes, that changes everything, yeah. you know? And so like he, like he has, he has this series of three batters that didn't go well. And that, and that kind of changed the whole thing. But, you know, on the whole, when you look at his numbers, his numbers are no different than any other great pitchers numbers in the postseason. It's like, I'm a Giants fan. For me mm-hmm. to say anything about nice about a Dodger just feels like that should just be like I was about I should, to say I, was, I should be excommunicated, but that's like how be. legit the guy is. But you know, we have this conversation all the time about like, well, who would you take, like Kershaw or Bumgarner? And it's like, I mean, look, I mean, if you're talking World Series, well, and playoffs, well, obviously you're taking Bumgarner, but mm-hmm. on the whole, maybe you take Kershaw all day long. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, the guy's just legit, you know. But yeah. I don't know. He's on my uh, my 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 uh, my five my starting five. I don't know. He might crack my starting five. My starting five has always been it's always been Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez. Um, uh, I'm sentimental about uh, about uh, Ron Guidry and uh, and Roger Clemens. So you said that was the five that you that, uh, that chopped out that, on you. That was my all time starting five. Your all time starting five. My wow, all times okay. that my all time starting five. I think Kershaw's gonna gonna crack that for me. I might have to kick out Ron Gidry. Hmm. I hate doing that because I love Ron Gidry. <laughs> that, that, that's just like a sentimental thing. Just I I, I started watching baseball at, at around that time and, and yeah. he had that he had that great season. He was like twenty five and three with a one point six something like ERA. And I thought, oh okay, well all pitchers should be able to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I, I feel the same way. Like I uh, I was just talking with my son the other day about Pedro and Greg mm-hmm. Maddox. And I was like, between those two and whoever is number three, like the gap is ghastly. Like it's just huge. Yeah. Those guys were just like absolute nails. Like even Glavin was great. But, you know, I mean, you can't put him on the same stratosphere. As I those can't. Guys. Yeah, I know. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. A lot of people like to put that that group together, like Maddox, Smoltz, and, and Glavin. And they yeah. they put them all together and I guess they do it for sentimental reasons. But like now, like Glavin was like, if there's a Mount Rushmore, Glavin's on Mount Rushmore and, and I mean, not Glavin, Maddox, Maddox yeah. is on Mount Rushmore and, uh, and, 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 you know, Glavin and Smoltz are kind of, they're, they're in, they're in the neighborhood, but you know, I don't, I don't think you can, you can put those guys as close to uh, Maddox. No, I totally agree. This is one of those deals where it's like pure greatness. I mean, yeah, you just, I mean, I don't know. and and you mentioned Clemens. Like, I've always hated that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, he just feels like a Bregman to me. And then obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know, with the whole allegations and all that kind of stuff yeah. about what he was putting into his body, it's just yeah. I don't need it. I mean, I can't speak to Barry Bonds here. Like, I mean, that the dude was my guy, but 
You can't. How can you hate Barry Bonds? He just he, he never. You know, I always when people bring Barry Bonds up, I always say, look, show me his test. Show me the positive test, and then and then you gotta then you gotta you gotta gripe. You got an argument. The thing I the thing I I don't think most people realize is like that year when he was just ungodly. Like he was. That was when his dad was dying, and mm. he would basically just go straight from the ballpark to the hospital. Yeah, and like and like sleep in a chair. Yeah, you know, right next to his dad's bed. Wake up and then come to the park. Yeah, it's like you tell me, like this dude is just out of control with these numbers and with his focus, and the guy's sleeping in a hospital chair like yeah. every night. You know, it's just like, uh, yeah. With- I, I think I think he's one of the. I think they vilify him because he didn't have he didn't have that great relationship with uh, with the press. Like he just he just had a sour relationship with the press, and 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 because of that, like any any kink in the armor, you know, they'll uh, you know they'll 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 use it against them. I mean, a lot of people are now at this point where like I, I can't like how can you say it's a Hall of Fame and you're not going to put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And so I think he's got well, he's got like a couple more years of eligibility left, right? He's got to like I think two. He's got like a, he's got to hit a threshold or something like that. But every year his numbers go up. But like that whole, the whole argument about like, you know, how he just was cantankerous with the media. Well, I mean, shoot, if I, if I grew up at the baseball park and I saw like my dad who, you know, in his case, you know, his father was like, you know, had a pretty significant alcohol mm-hmm. problem, you know, and yeah. just how the media just crucified him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, hey, let me just go talk to you guys. Yeah, no, so I, I agree. You know, it's like, I, I piss on you too. I, I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. But 100%. I don't know. I agree. I agree with that whole thing about. It's like where do you draw the line, right? Because I I don't feel like you can, like you should be keeping him out of the uh, out of the Hall of Fame. But then right. then you come it's just the slippery slope back to Pete Rose. Like right now you got a guy who's betting against your own team. It's like eh, I don't know. Well, the the Pete Rose thing is interesting because Pete Pete Rose. I, I think in many ways Pete Rose hung himself. Mm. Because I think it's it seemed like from what happened, it seemed like they they you know they busted him, they brought him into the commissioner's office. Say, hey, look, you know we 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 know what you're doing. We just we just need you to chill. Just you know, chill and 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 let's let you know let's take care of this and stuff like that. And then he apparently went out and said that they're trying to crucify him and and and, and whatnot. And they said, all right, fuck it, you're banned. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I. I don't know. Like you see that dude, it feels like he's in Vegas like every year or every week. Yeah, man. like just on the strip, like signing autographs, you know, at a show. And it's just like I, I don't know. I, I maybe that's the way it is nowadays. But I just I feel like golly, just like for a Hall of Fame, like I just I want a guy who, you know, I don't know, had a little bit more class than wearing pony. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. Like, couldn't you at least kick it up to Converse or something, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> I remember for, for, a, for a second, I think uh, it was either Fox or MLB Network tried to put him on as like a guest analyst or something like that. And they did it for like a, I don't know, for like a month yeah, or something. And it was just, it was just horrible. It was just horrible. First of all, he looked horrible. Yeah. He had like fake hair on. He had that like spray had like that spray hair on. Oh man. <clears throat> stuff like and, and the fifteen year old sport coat. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the uh 
with the velvet elbow pads. Oh, that's right. And, the, and it, it, so he just looked bad. And then every time he talked, he, he talked too much. And then it always came back to himself. Yeah. You know, and always, you know, talk about this other guy. So, well, what I would do is I would, okay, well, we're not asking you about you, yeah. uh, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I, <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, Pete. I, super polarizing. I get it. I just, I don't know. And I guess, hey, you know, I mean, I'm probably not like the most, you know, objective of, of folks when I'm sitting here saying that I love Barry Bonds and I always will. Um, and we all got our favorites. Look, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm that way about a Rod. Yeah, I'm that way about a Rod. You can say whatever you want. But he wasn't a Rod. Yankee for very long, though. No, he wasn't. But I just, I just, I love me some some a Rod, and I think for the okay. time he for the time he was for the time <laughs> he was a Yankee. I like what he did on the field, and I don't think you could. I think the, the the sad part about it is, is that we forget how talented these guys were. Yeah, we forget how talented Barry Bonds were. Barry Bonds was an MVP before. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before any of this, like any the question about uh, him doing steroids and stuff like that ever came up. If, if his if, if his career ended the day before that question mark came up, he would have he would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, based on based on what he did before. I think before that he won two. Didn't he win two MVPs before that or something like that? He won one in Pittsburgh, um, and then I think he had one more before all that stuff came out out here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Um, speaking of you know, A. Rod being you know, kind of like your guy, even though he wasn't there for long. Mm-hmm. Like, who was one of like your like kind of like favorite unsung Yankees or whatever? Like a dude favorite. that just. I don't know, like, you know, there's so, there's, there's so many great Yankees there, but it's like, you know, who was like your guy? You know what I mean? That like, You know, I really, there was a pitcher named Ramiro Mendoza. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, he was a long man. He was, he, he was, he was one of those before they even talked about like, you know, are you going to be an opener and, and stuff like that? He was in, he was on those nineties Yankees teams yeah. and he was that guy. Like he can, he can give you two and two thirds out of the bullpen. And then two days later, uh, he can he'll close for you, and then three days after that, he'll give you a spot start and and that type of game, oh. that type of player. And I yeah, I had an, I had an affinity for him because he was he seemed to be one of these like bullhorn type guys. Said, look, whatever you need me to do, go ahead and, I, and, I'll, yeah. and I'll go ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of guys like that though. I mean, I think I remember he pitched a game. I went to a game. Uh, it was Yankees, Red Sox, and I think Roger Clemens was pitching actually. And uh, both starting pitchers, no, Clemens got knocked out like in the second inning. It was like seven one, like seven one, something like that, something ridiculous. <coughs> Ramiro Mendoza uh, came in and pitched and shut them down, and the Yankees were able to crawl back. They like scored a run here, a run here, a run there, and by and by the ninth inning, they end up losing the game eight seven. But by the end of the game, they had like they had runners on, you know, with two guys out. And they had an opportunity to tie the game. They ended up losing. But I just remember really, really enjoying that game and really understanding now how uh, like a pitcher can like sort of like hold everything down for you guys to come back. Oh, 100 percent. I, I like, love story. I love stories like that because it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, growing up as sports fans, like it's easy to like just latch on to like the Jeters or the Bernie Williams. I know, yeah. I know that's your boy, but Bernie, yes. But you know, it's just like this, those dudes. Like my guy was Rod Beck, like who was the giant ah, yes. closer for like you know I don't know four or five years or whatever. But mm-hmm. scraggly Fu Manchu and just scraggly hair. Yep. It just looked like a mess. I mean, looked like they had to like 
drag him out of a bender from the at the local diner and just he threw was, a uniform on. He was probably like drinking a beer before they called him out. But it's just like just like you know what you were saying. Like the guy's just a gamer. Like he shows up and you knew that he <clears> wasn't <throat> he wasn't going to win it all the time, or he, excuse me, he wasn't going to save it all the time, but. Uh, he was going to give you 110 every single yeah. time, you know, and that's all yeah. you can ask, right? That's like as as the guy who was like never like supremely at that level. It's like you just love to see stuff like that. Yeah, you like to see guys working hard, yeah. like see guys working hard and not quitting, and always like you like you like seeing guys busted down the line. You like seeing guys like not taking it, like seems like not taking like shit for granted. And, yeah, yeah, like making the most out of what you got rather than just kind of yeah. like you know. Banging on a trash can. Pre-COVID, did did you get do you get to go to any Rockies games? So we would usually go up there about four or five times a year. Okay. I don't know if far is that far from you? About an hour. So it's not too bad. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a fantastic stadium. No, I haven't. It's beautiful and I mean it's just they do it right. Uh the fans are terrible. Um, Oh, they're really (laughs) they're awful. They're awful. (laughs) I mean, they're just uneducated and stupid. Uh Like, you know, I'm sitting there, like, I remember one time with, like, my son was, I think he was three at this time. So I, like, pick him up because he's got a peanut allergy, so we I can't have him walking. It's like playing mm-hmm. Frogger whenever I go anywhere yeah. with him at a ball game. So I pick him up and, like, you know, I'm, like, holding on to him on my left shoulder and I'm peeing, you know, so my right hand is busy. And, like, some guy just walks up to me and he just, like, gets in my face. He's like, oh, you guys got smoked last night. It's Jesus. like, bro, I'm sorry. I'm a little busy right now. I mean, can I just get, can I get back to you in a few minutes? But it's just stuff like that all the time. You know, they're oh, terrible. Man. They're terrible bands, but the stadium is great. And yeah. it's funny. Like my son chose the number 28 because we showed up there to one game and he looks at me and he's like, so Buster Posey is 28 and Arenado is 28. Does that mean the best player on every team wears number 28? I was like, no, nah, that's not the way it works, but it does tonight. But yeah. So he's like, I'm 28 now. So I guess that's that's where that started from. That's but. that rationale. That's how it's going to start. And when he gets his major league career, he's going to say, well, is there a reason why you chose number 28? Said, yeah. Just, I think the best player wears number 28, and God damn it, that's me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how much you know folks in the East Coast get a chance to see that guy. Arenado, but Arenado, like only on highlights. But every time, but every time it's been, I think this is the only, this is the only time uh, in which uh, um, a baseball season passed to which Nolan Arenado was not like a, a highlight feature. He didn't, I don't think he had a, that uh, a kind of a down year, year. kind yeah. of a down year, you know, comparatively. But uh, before that, uh, just like, okay, well, what, what didn't, what didn't he do? Tell me, tell me what Nolan Arenado didn't do today. The guy is fantastic, and it yeah. kills me to say that about a divisional rival. Yeah, but like, forget about the offense, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Defensively, I've never seen a guy better. Yeah, at any at any infield position. Yeah, I've, I've had this conversation with people about like, you know, they'll be like, oh well, you know, this shortstop or this, you know, this first baseman was great. And it's like, you know, and then people are like, oh, what about Brooks Robinson? It's like. Okay, Brooks was before my time, so I can't make that comparison here. But let me yeah. just tell you that, like, this dude is the nuts. Like, yeah. there just isn't anything he doesn't do. Yeah, there are very few third basemen that sort of, like, help out your shortstop. It's usually, yeah. the, other, it's usually the other way around. It's like when 
it doesn't matter how hard you hit it. If it goes to third base, it's like, ah, crap, 5-3 yeah. on the scorebook, <laughs> one out. <laughs> That's right. right. Do, it in, do it in pen. Yeah. Don't even need your pencils. <laughs> Not even needed. It's stupid. Do you get do you do you travel back to uh to Frisco to check out any Giants games or do you just wait for them to come to Colorado? So what we had done in the past is we'll go to a different uh road series every year. Okay. Um, so like we went to Pittsburgh one year, which Oh, Pittsburgh's a beautiful park. Dude, I was that I loved it there. Pittsburgh's beautiful. Somebody was like, "Why would you go to Pittsburgh?" I'm like, "I know." Like aside from the ballpark, like why would you go? And we went there, and it was like the people were great. Like the city was beautiful. It was yeah, it's like great. It, yeah, it's like they. It, it, I mean, it's like a North Korea thing. They probably brought in new people to do it. It's just that area and that area of downtown Pittsburgh is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I told my wife it was like it's like Portland without the socialism. I mean, it's just <laughs> there's bridges everywhere. It's crazy. It's nice. A friend of mine. I, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. We were talking about Portland. And he said the upsetting thing about Portland is because you know we kind of all like want to be Portland, like we, but don't you guys like just do backpacking and drink coffee and stuff like that? And if you guys are going nuts, well, shit, what what chance do the rest of us have? You know, I mean, if you guys are unhappy with stuff, then I mean, come on. It's funny, like my father they gave you guys free weed now, and now you can smoke anytime you want. What the hell else do you want? My father-in-law's, I think he's over seventy. He's got a man bun. You know, it's just like, that's his culture. And like, I talked to him and he's just like, I don't know what's going on anymore out here. I'm like, well, if you don't know what's going on anymore, then exactly. nobody does. If you don't know, then that's it. Let's pack up. Let's but do that. Let's do that Mars experiment. We did uh, Pittsburgh one year. Uh, we were planning on going to Milwaukee this year. I was really looking forward to that. So that didn't okay. happen, obviously. We went to Tampa one year. That was fun. Yeah. You like uh, Tampa? The stadium was a hole. It was okay. terrible. Um, it's hard to get there. Uh, but... I mean, it's near the ocean, which yeah. I don't seem to have many of here in Colorado, unfortunately. <laughs> I Tampa, keep Tampa itself is nice, but yeah, you're right. That that stadium, it's just not. It's like it shouldn't be there. Like it so, really just just shouldn't be there. It's funny. Like you look at it on TV, and it's got like those big dark splotches on the field, and I just assumed it was bad lighting, like from the TV. And you get there, and it's like, no, no, they're no, like, actually. Dark. It's like they must have just had like dogs out there, like wiping their butt with worms on <laughs> that field, just. Like a like grease spill no other, or something. Yeah, there's no other reason. Why, why would you have this here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's at, at some point that place has got to go. It's, yeah. it, they, they can't, even, even as even as uh, economically uh, stringent as they are, you, I mean, you're looking at a place that has an average attendance of, what, 7,000? It's bad. You know? You know? Yeah. It's rivaling it, the A's. Yeah. Good old Oakland A's. Yeah, when they were when the A's had their their AAA affiliate in Sacramento, there would be nights where the AAA team would outdraw the major league team. Really? And that's like, I mean, it's just embarrassing. Oh man! <laughs> My buddy's an A's fan, and he was telling he sent out like a group text. He's like, "A's Nation needs you tonight for this game against against the Yankees, or no, what against the Yankees? Who they play? It was against the Astros." Okay. And. And before I could even type it, he was like, asterisk, A's Nation is approximately 37 people. <laughs> it's like, you're right. <laughs> Nothing wrong about that. Well, that's a shame because A's have, I mean, for the, for, the, for a while, A's have had a good ball club. They've had a pretty decent ball club. I just keep coming up with dudes that, I mean, like, who is Ramon Laureano? I never yeah. even heard of this guy. Yeah. 
you know, and like Matt <clears throat> Chapman turns out to be like one of the best third basemen in the game. I know, but Chapman and Olsen, like the, the year before they came out, like there was no like 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 who were they? And then yeah. all of a sudden they became one of the some of the premier uh, some of the premier hitters in the league. And they got those dope unis where like kind of that it's not like a pure green, but it's like that alternate green yeah. pop that just makes it look like a slow pitch softball uni. Like a stained green. Yeah. And I look at that and I'm like, man, that's cool. <clears throat> like, but then it's the A's. So it's not really cool. Because <laughs> 12 people are watching this. So. <laughs> they don't, I, I, I don't, I don't get a lot of A's games. So they, do they not get a lot of people in their stadiums? I'm assuming. No, no. man, it's, it's a ghost town out there. It's a, it's kind of a shame. We used to go to a lot of those games because they were cheap. Um, right. You could get bleacher seats for five bucks. Oh man, I remember those days. That that was just when in the old Yankee Stadium. That yeah, that was the case. Me and my buddy would go. You didn't have to. You didn't have to like think about it. You could just say, "Hey, you want to go to the game? Yeah, let's go to the game. Sure, yeah. you know, we're just take the subway right there. You're good. Yeah. Like my wife, she's coming from Oregon. Like she doesn't know anything about baseball, or she didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was great. Like we could just go out there and like we'd sit in the bleachers, and I could just point stuff out, and it's like, oh, this is what. You know, it's to the point where she was like, "Hey, why is that guy standing there?" I'm like, "Well, that's the left fielder. That's where he stands." <laughs> you know, so it's like you got some. You know, I'm a marry marry a woman with like you know that kind of baseball knowledge, and it gives you the opportunity to just you know grow the love of the game. So grow the love of the game, and then create your own uh, myths. Yeah, it was like your it was, own things. Yeah, that's the guy. That great, took, that's the guy that took my spot. That was uh, <laughs> when I was playing. He's doing pretty good now. But could have been that. Could have been. Right. That. That could have been me. That could have been me. You, 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 you were when you were in high school. You were a prospect, weren't you? I mean, I played all right. Uh-huh. Um, I, we didn't have any money, so I didn't get to play on any like select teams or anything all like right. that. So, not many people knew about me or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you know, I played on a couple of teams that got to go around, and there was some guy who, from what I was told, he got drafted by the Yankees in like the fourth or fifth round one year. Um, and I ended up playing against him and went three for four off of him. Nice. But I don't know. I mean, that's just what I heard, but that was just a dude. I mean, there's plenty mm. of dudes just like me that like, you know, let me tell you about it when I was young. That's right. You know, it could have, t- could have kept you in the bar right there. <laughs> I was just a dude, but it just goes back right to what I was saying about with the whole Astros thing. Like that dude had his chance. He was yeah. a reliever and then they cheated and blew him up. And now he's that guy sitting in the bleachers saying, I could have done that. That could have been me. If, if they if they just hadn't have done that, I could have been could That could have been me. Uh, can I get my hot dog, sir? Thank you very yeah. much. But not him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you, like the, uh, you like the Raiders move to Vegas? I don't know anybody that doesn't. Like, people, I, I mean, that, the Oakland the Oak Coliseum is a dump. Yeah. I mean, it floods the sewage like three, four times a year. Like you tell me, like you want to, you want to play there? <laughs> like, Is it really that bad? It's bad. It's bad. Like you know the, the I think it mainly goes through the visitors' dugout and okay. visitors' clubhouse. <clears throat> but it's bad. Oh my god! So, and it's, I mean, it's, it's really not. It's right next to the freeway, but it's just. I don't know, man. It's tough. I mean, the Warriors left for a reason too. You know, they mm-hmm. can make they make the money, right? Right. Um, so Vegas did this, or uh, the Raiders did the same thing. It's yeah. like you look at that stadium now, and it's just like, why would you want to play anywhere else? Right. And then people are like, well, you know, why the Raiders don't have any like they don't have any like history there? It's like who cares about history? Like nobody cares about history anymore. Like 
the Las Vegas Golden Knights did had no history and that town is like head over heels for them right now. So what does it matter? Like you're telling me that a Chiefs fan isn't going to be looking up and saying like, man, it's, it's December in Missouri. Um, yeah. I I don't know if I want to go to Las Vegas. I don't know if I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of here. That's well, that, that, that's the only question I have about that (laughs) Vegas franchise. Like how sustainable is that going to be? Like, like how sustainable you are you going to be when you're lean? Because you don't have, I don't know how how much of that population is going to go to a football game every week. Well, they only got to come up with eight of them. Right. Um, but I feel like I'm certainly no hockey expert, but I, I feel like, geez, they're, they're packing that place for packing, packing the, the yeah. T-Mobile arena for, a, you're right. For a franchise that didn't even exist three years ago or whatever. You're right. You know? Yeah. So, but I think it's a great move. I mean, anytime that you can put Gruden out in front of something, I mean, regardless of how successful he is, you put his you put his visor out there, he's good. I think he looks so interesting with the visor and when he pulls his mask all the way up. I that just the, that just looks hilarious. I hate visors. Just in general, like what are you doing, bro? Like finish the damn thing or don't yeah. wear it at all. It's like it's like a what, broken hat. Just... I was at a golf tournament the other week and I was like, look, I mean I'm not. I'm not a fashionista here. Like at this point, I was like, I got. I got horizontal stripe top. I got some checkers on the bottom. Like I get it. Uh-huh. But one thing, no visors, and we're not wearing white pants with a white belt. This ain't the freaking British Open here. All right. So. <laughs> oh man, white pants with the white belt. Ooh. Oh. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you for calling it out. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you you're going to see it, it everywhere now. I probably am. Look, I take I, look, I take anything. Any if a, if a guy wants to coach the Jets and he wants to wear a visor with white pants and a white belt, please come. Like, please, <laughs> please. I just this is laughable, dude. This is not even. I used to coach. I used to coach youth league football, and I used to coach uh, high school football. Yeah. There is no way you can tell me that this is even approaching decent football. <laughs> I, my favorite part of this whole thing was like when you when the Jets played the Broncos on that Thursday night and they're like, Adam Gase is coaching for his job. I'm like, what? Like beating this broken Broncos team is going to somehow be like, yes, that's the guy we want. That's to it. That's this it. is what we needed to see. Hey, Broncos just beat the Patriots. Uh, speaking of cheaters, um, but yeah, um, <laughs> multiple times. I I think you know, obviously being a Raiders fan, I got no love for for Denver, but no. they they got a decent little squad. Like Elway is doing everything he can to continually screw that place up. But yeah, um, I was about to like why can't why can't John Elway pick a damn quarterback? If there's if, like if like if there's a if there's this like uh, <clears throat> like you only get to dip in the pool once type thing. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you can't have John Elway be a great quarterback and pick a great quarterback. So God said, okay, I'll let you be a great quarterback. But your 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 picking quarterbacks is gonna suck because he hasn't picked one yet. I uh I feel like Drew Locke is really kind of like he's got a good shot at it. You, you think know? he's there? You think he's ready? You think he's know. on I don't know if he's ready because they're so broken all over the place. Yeah. Like their offensive line is terrible. And 
but I don't know. Like he just seems like he has like good leadership and can just make some throws. So, I mean, really that's what they haven't had. I mean, the fans here are so fickle about that stuff. They, people, people wear Broncos stuff all the time. Like in mid July, everybody's still wearing Broncos stuff, but when they were terrible, like during like the Kyle Orton years, like you could, Mm -hmm. there'd be signs out like, you know, come to Denny's and with you get a free Broncos ticket with every Grand Slam breakfast. It's like <clears throat> you can say what you want, but like these people are not—they're not going to these games. <laughs> like, I don't—I don't care what the media is telling you. Like they were not going to those games. But oh, it's terrible. Man. <clears throat> oh, you got your—you got your Super Bowl. What four years? What, what was it? Six years ago, or whatever it was. When, when, did, uh, yeah. when did Manning win that Super Bowl? Six years ago. And now his damn nephew's on freaking TV. Is that the dude who's playing for like high school on like uh, <clears throat> in, in Louisiana or something? Yeah. They had I was flip I was flipping through channels and I was wondering why they're focusing on this high school game, and that's and that's who it is. His, his name is Arch. Arch Manning. Who is now the next uh Manning guy, and he's apparently in like in the pedigree. I, they gotta they gotta test that family for gene splicing because there's just so no guess, way there's no way everybody can be like six three and two hundred plus pounds and so I guess that makes him Cooper's son, right? Yeah, he's Cooper's son. Okay. Yeah, yeah I guess that makes sense. Cause like, you know, obviously the other two guys weren't doing anything that way, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know, that's kinda interesting. Well hopefully we'll hopefully he won't go to Tennessee. Uh, who's I wanna know who the Manning guy is that just wants a job in construction. Like <laughs> It's like, Dad, I just want to deliver mail. No, I just, yeah, <laughs> ain't happening. Yeah, I just really don't want to do this football stuff. I really, I really love dump trucks. <laughs> I really want to be a heavy equipment mechanic. Oh man, I just want to be a veterinarian. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that wouldn't last. Yeah, no kidding. That wouldn't no. last. I'm trying to get everybody. I'm trying to get in touch with uh, all the other uh, uh, Mizzou uh, people, but they're all uh, like they're all shy. You mean Wazoo people? Wazoo. What did I say? You said Mizzou. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a Mizzou crew and I got a Wazoo. Yeah, I know crew. you went to both. It's all good. I'm sorry. I get those. I get the zoos mixed up. But the Wazoo <laughs> people are a little. Uh, they're a little shy. The only other person that would do it was Sue Ann. And she's on the radio all day, anyways. Exactly. Which made me scared. Ain't that the truth? Now you got to come in acting all professional. Exactly. I'm like, damn. She's gonna check the gain in my microphone and like when I'm doing all this other stuff and whatnot. Uh, those were the days. That's for sure. That was a lot of fun. It was hilarious. I just, I just remember how uh, we got away with like breaking into the damn store to watch WrestleManias. It just. <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, wow, that was, that was, uh, that was like bad but awesome all at the same time. <laughs> you know, the one thing I think about all the time was when we would like page each other to a random department, and we'd be waiting, <laughs> waiting there with like. A, like a lid of something to like start bashing people over the head with, and everybody's just looking at us like, "What is going on?" Here? In front of everybody, in front yeah. of customers and stuff. Yes, just didn't care. It's like I look back on that now. I'm like, man, that wasn't professional, but it sure was fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. And the funny thing is, nobody ever said stop. Yeah, I mean, all it would have taken was just one thing. Like, hey, uh, I want to rethink that. Yeah, take it easy. Take that in yeah. the basement or something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, nobody ever said stop, which now that I think about it. <laughs> well, when you got leadership at the at the Students Book Corporation like we Woo-hoo! did, I mean, you know, not a lot Woo-hoo! was going to happen. 
I haven't seen any of those people. I know Mar Martha's making soap. Dude, check this out. This is this will blow your mind. I went to uh, so I got my master's in finance, uh -huh. and I did it through this online program through Colorado State. Okay. But they actually have like a graduation, so you can like you get your you get your degree, you can actually go walk and go get walk. Else. So I'm there, and they put everybody in this program, like in this they kind of segregated or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this girl. I'm like, I know her, and it was Martha Keast. Oh, so I went up to her and I was, we were just kind of chopping it up for a minute, but it was like so random. Wow. They're like, you know, she's living in Washington, I think, or okay. whatever, <clears throat> and got her degree from like Colorado State online or whatever. And we're just like, we just end up at the same place like that. It's so crazy. Same place at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, gracious. It's, I mean, like I said, blow your mind, right? Like, of all the people, Small you know, it's like, world. there's Martha Keast. But, small world i know it's terrible i wonder what that campus is like now they, they got to be blowing it up or something it's got to be being destroyed like progressives probably taking over that campus i hope not like i i mean football's supposed to start in like three weeks so i hope they at least left that okay that's true that's true maybe we'll get another <laughs> ryan leaf going oh man but you got New coach and all that stuff, so we've got maybe some reason for optimism there. So get the next, get the next rally. How much do you follow? You do you still follow college football? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have to. It's the only thing that keeps me sane. Oh, really? <laughs> we go. We we usually go on like a road trip um, every year. Like we went actually, I think three years ago we went back up to Pullman to see them play the Ducks. Okay. And then two years ago <clears throat> we went to uh, went to Berkeley when we were number eight and got housed by Cal. So that was. It was terrible. Mm. Um, last year, we saw him play the Buffs here in Colorado. So that was cool. okay. Um, so we try to go all over and just see different stuff. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. It's It'll be a different different setup this year, especially since you probably can't get in to see a game. So it's kind yeah. Of yeah. That's fantastic. How, how big of a is your, is your wife a big sports fan, or do you just like drag her along begrudgingly? So she went, she got her undergrad at Utah. Okay. So we, you know, being both in the Pac-12, it gets a little snarky sometimes. Oh. Um, she loves college football. Like. Oh, does she? Okay, nice. Like Alex Smith is her dude. Really. Like, you I say something bad. You say something about Alex Smith, like you're about to get like you know Stone you're Cold thundered. You're about to get jacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not even playing. Like. So who's that in the back of my car with chicken wire? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the good guy. <laughs> But yeah, so we uh, we went out to uh, to Salt Lake a few years back and watched the Cougs play the Utes, and okay. WSU lost forty nine to six. So that made for a very fun nine hour drive home. That I was about to say, did you drive home? Yes, you did. I got uh, I got pulled over going ninety two and a sixty five, and the officer was like, "Do you know how fast you were going?" I'm like, "Unfortunately, I do." <laughs> I just gotta get home, please. Please arrest me. Just, yeah. <laughs> I can't be in this car anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Just had to end it quick. Oh man, but, my wife. My wife's not a big. My wife's not a big sports fan. I mean, we're both we're both Yankee fans, and so you know mm -hmm. when the you know when the stadiums open, we usually go to we go to a few games a year. And she watches football a little bit. She doesn't. She doesn't understand how wide receivers drop the ball. Mm -hmm. She just. She doesn't get it. She's like, that's the only thing you have to do is catch the damn ball. 
<laughs> you can't catch the ball? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I know what you mean. I... Yeah, she doesn't get it. She just and she'll say that. We'll be watching a game, and she's and she's not one of those like you know she doesn't ask a lot of questions and all that stuff like that. But she'll watch a game, and then somebody will drop the ball, and she'll say, "Catch the damn ball! <laughs> Why can't he catch the ball?" We we watched. We was watching a Niners game when Alex Smith was on the team, and mm-hmm. it was like fourth and goal. And it was uh, like two seconds left, so they had to get a touchdown to mm-hmm. take it to overtime. And he dives for the end zone and looks short. But I thought he got in, but he looks. They called it short, and she like throws the remote and oh. it hits hits me like right in the back of the oh. head. And I'm like, I'm not even turning around. <clears throat> like, just nothing good is going to come from reacting to this. Oh my god! And then they overturn it and give him a touchdown. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't know. I'm sorry. It's like. I, I, you know what just happened? I did that. I, did, that, I didn't mean that. Like, Check on, yeah. yeah Check happen. on hubby's concussion. No. Yeah, done. No, that's I'm it. Just over here in a pool of my own vomit, but don't worry about me. Oh, yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. part of the game. That's right. It's part of the game. Suck it up, kid. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> you is there a um is there a concern about uh well I shouldn't say concern but is uh, is your does your son like football or like is, is he interested in football at all? So he wants to play. He wants and to play. We won't let him. Oh, you're not gonna let him. Okay. I just, I mean, it's funny. Like, I just don't feel like football is, I mean, we talk about like the Astros not being honest. Like, I just don't feel like football is honest about the damage it just does to your body. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's hypocritical to say because, you know, with all the different, you know, sports or things that go on. But yeah. I just, I don't know, man, I just don't want, I just don't want my kid to do that. Well, you're no, you're no different from a lot of other parents. I mean, a lot of this, the next couple of generations are going to be very interesting, you know, because there are going to be a lot of kids who are just not going to be playing football. Yeah. You know, and like the numbers are just not going to be right. I mean, and, and it's funny you say that about the NFL. The National Hockey League doesn't even acknowledge that hockey causes concussions. They don't even – like Gary Bettman just won't even acknowledge – that oh, there's there is an issue with concussions in hockey, and I and I think the issues in hockey are are, are greater than the issues in football. Makes sense. And uh, and he won't even. He's like, yeah, no. Next, next question. It's crazy. I, I we've had this conversation, my wife and I, and it's just like she's like he can only play. She says he can only play if he's going to be a quarterback or a kicker. And then, like, as soon as she said that, we were watching a game, and this quarterback just got mauled. All right, only she, if he's a kicker. That's exactly right. She's like, only a kicker now. <laughs> and it's funny because the field goal kicker for the Raiders and uh-huh. the field goal kicker for Auburn both went to my son's school. Did they so, really? Wow. So, so it's like, well, there's a pipeline there, I guess. <clears throat> that's kind of funny. I just, I don't know, man. I just don't feel like it. Uh, my daughter. The easiest way to get to school, if you have a girl, um, is bowling. So okay. Just, you don't have to be good, and you can get, like... Just bowl. Yeah, just just be halfway decent, and you're going to get mm-hmm. a four-year ride. Just because, okay. of title, just because of Title IX. So my daughter's going to bowl whether she wants to or not. Just whether she I wants to or not. I'm, I'm not down to pay. <clears throat> and I, ain't so. paying, I ain't paying Jack. Do you, do, you, do you still bowl? Yeah, wife and I still do. She was... Uh, she won the biggest tournament here in Colorado last year for women. Really? 
So oh, she, was awesome. supposed, she was supposed to go on the women's pro tour this summer. <clears throat> Obviously, that didn't work out. So wow. maybe next year. Well, that's fantastic, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it's Pass fun. Pass that on to her. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of a cool way to get out there and compete. And you, like, found, like, you in a different package. A smaller bowls, package. The yeah. bowls, loves college football, has violent tendencies, and... <laughs> And like you just like found like your your you found your doppelganger. That's the truth. And like <laughs> competitive is all get out too, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's I, I tell you, man, it's it's like I said, you don't even have to be like superb. Mm -hmm. You just gotta be coachable and just have a modicum of skill. And there's so many schools, like good schools, that just open up scholarships. That because, open it up for you. Wow. Because it's so cheap for the schools, they got to keep, you know, with Title IX, they got to keep pace with the guys' sports. So right. they just open it up. It's it's great. So I told my wife, I'm like, I wanted to go to Vanderbilt and get into med school or something like that. And mm -hmm. then I won't have to pay for that, you know, $150,000 or whatever just for undergrad. Uh, she can she can do that for bowling. There you go. So <clears throat> well, you, got all, you got it all planned out. Can't wait to see how it happens. <laughs> That's right. And then she'll be the heavy equipment mechanic. She's going to be. She's going to be delivering mail. <laughs> for oh, a ten-year anniversary, I got laid off from my previous job. For a fifteen-year anniversary, COVID happens. So it's like I can't wait to see what happens for year twenty. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man. So, kind of stuff like that, right? Like just stuff's going to happen. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Maybe COVID. Uh, I don't know. Maybe COVID will. Uh... Maybe maybe there's like some grass we're not looking at uh, from COVID. Uh, I, I know that a lot of people in Colorado are looking at grass, so <laughs> it's a different strain. But I just I like softball, man. I'm I'm throwing you these softballs. Just, I love it. It's great. That's all it is. Here it comes. That's all. There you go. Here you go. That's right. That's Cub. Cub got it. Whack. Whack it. Hey, look, man. I'm gonna let you go, bro. I really appreciate you doing this. It's been so good talking to you, man. Well, it's great talking to you too, John. I'm, uh, you know, whatever you need for me, man, I'm here. It's great talking with you. And just, I love seeing, seeing your family, man. Blessings, blessings to you. I appreciate it, man. Back at you, brother. You got a beautiful family as well. Maybe we'll do this again, man, when we were uh, un unshackled. Unshackled. Like oh, you know what? The Yankees were going, the Yankees were doing West this year, I think, on the schedule. I think the Yankees were doing West Coast. I think they were going to San Diego and Colorado this year. Well, if they, uh, Depending on whatever they do schedule-wise, you know, hit me up. Let's uh, let's make it happen. I will. I will. Cut. Be good, man. See you, brother. All right, baby. Peace. Take care. I tell you, when I think about Kenny, people like uh, Sue Ann, who was on uh, episode three. Some of the people from the uh, the Wazoo crew. Hope I can get the, all those guys back in together. But um, and nothing but a big smile comes on my face. Thank you so much, Ken, uh, for taking time away. I know you missed some of that uh, some of that World Series, but um, I just really appreciate it, man. It puts a smile on my face, and uh, and it was great talking to you. I hope we can do this again. There's a lot more we got to talk about. We got to talk about our championship wrestling days uh, and all that, and uh, and try to get uh, you some more uh, some more stories about the, the book. Give me another shot, guys. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to do it for as long as you're going to be listening. Don't forget, head on over to anchor.fm slash johnslonely slash support. Help me out for as little as 99 cents a month so I can bring you some more John's Lonely podcasts. 
Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to leave it at peace.